Philippians 3.13, our scripture for the year. Philippians 3.13 and 14. Hallelujah. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, meaning I don't have it all together. But this one thing, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth, unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. The high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Folks, today I come again to share the mandate for 2019 of daily reaching forth unto those things which are before. Today, I want us to focus on the C in reach which means to each of us learning daily how to compel with compassion. Say compel, compel. with compassion. With compassion. Mm, now, when you compel, you, you're, you're really forcing something to happen. You necessitate or pressure by force. Got it? But here's where many uh, church folk do it. They do it with condemnation. They don't do it with compassion. Compassion is, now get this, a deep awareness of the suffering of another coupled with the wish to relieve it. Have you ever seen somebody uh, hurting and then just be touched that you want to try to fix it for? Yes. Try to help them? Yes. Well, that's the way Jesus went. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Sometimes you got to know how to, you know, ask God to help you help somebody else. Because sometimes you meet people in their rejecting season. And when they're in the rejecting season, don't mean you can't help them. Hey, it doesn't mean, it just means it ain't time yet. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Come on now. And, and that's why, say, say neighbor, victories are seasonal. Hallelujah. Say, 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 say it's your season for victory. So get on up. Get on up. Hallelujah. Now, when most people hear the word compel, they always tend to think of the negative flow, especially if in their lifetime they've been hurt by someone or something in the course of their very life journey. See, say, say neighbor, you ain't the only one that's been hurt in life and you're not going to be the only one so when you connect with people you got to understand that sometimes the reason they ain't responding the way you want because they ain't hurt and ladies you know when men are hurting they ain't going to let you know because men have pride and the men ain't saying nothing you know what I mean? huh? likewise when the ladies are hurting they're going to cry Come on, some of them will. And when it happens, 
You got to discern, okay, God, give me the wisdom for this hurting person. Say, neighbor, there's a wisdom for every hurting person. And God can give it to you. So when you are one of his sons and daughters and you're trying to help somebody and you want to compel them with compassion, you want to be able to say, God, give me the wisdom to help them understand how to go through this hurt. Mm, say go through. Say hurt ain't supposed to last forever. Say neighbor, you got to get over the hurt. And God will help you do that. Mm. Now, but let's be very, very clear. The compel that the Lord means for us to flow in is with his supernatural compassion, which gives us a deep awareness of the suffering of another couple with the wish to relieve it. You ever want to help somebody? You ever want to help somebody? And it just seemed like the more you try to help them, the more it got worse. Oh, hallelujah. Say, neighbor. Just because it got worse doesn't mean you didn't hurt them. You didn't help them. Say, God, thank you for that understanding. Now, that's why we each must learn to stay in faith so we can grow, so we can mature in sharing the amazing grace of God that is unearned, unearned, undeserved, yet freely given to as many as receive and believe in Jesus Christ Almighty. So let me share some examples of how to reach by compelling with compassion. Let me take you to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Compelling with compassion. Hebrews 4 and 12 says it this way. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Hebrews 4.12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But exhort one another daily while it is called day, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Holy Spirit, help us to hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Now, eye contact. Whenever you try to help somebody, there are going to be times and seasons when it seems like you're helping them is not working. And when that happens, do not be depressed. Do not be discouraged, because when you flow in the supernatural, sometimes God is working behind the scenes. Have you ever helped somebody, and then you find out later that, that you helped them, but they didn't tell you that you helped them? That's peopleology. Sometimes people are not going to tell you how, how much your help helps. They're going to they, they, make it seem like you ain't, you know, the more you do it, it ain't happening. That's not, that's not true. And parents, when you're raising up children, Sometimes your children ain't going to tell you that what you told them was right, especially when they're they immature. They want you to think that, you know, what they did was right. But you know the truth was that what you told them was right. It may be years later, but they'll come and say, you know, Mama, what you told me years ago, now I understand. Say, God, 
I'm understanding. To everything, there's a time and a season of understanding. All right, now, Holy Spirit help us hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. So again, folks, the title of this message is, is entitled, Encouraging One Another Daily As We Reach. Now, encouragement we all need to inspire with hope, to give courage with confidence, to give support, to stimulate. Say, when I encourage somebody, I, give, I inspire them with hope. When I have confidence, I have support, and I'm stimulated. Hallelujah. Now that we each have arrived in the second month of 2019, the year we reach forth unto those things which are before, manifesting in our lives, we each must daily learn to practice encouraging one another daily as we reach. Say encouraging one another daily as we reach is a must in 2019 and beyond. But why? Because the enemy of our soul, the devil, and his host is striving to make every place he can, huh, in the life of sons and daughters, a horrible place. Uh, do you know why sometimes you get up and you don't feel like getting up? Because the enemy makes you feel like, you know, get you, you know, it's just going to be another rough day. Say, say, neighbor. When you walk with God, he'll work it out. Because you get strong in him and the power of his might. Hallelujah. Again, again, again. Because the enemy of our soul, the devil, and his host is striving to take up every place he can in our lives so that we become discouraged as sons and daughters of God. That way, the things of God get mocked and delayed. Say, get mocked and delayed. And they make it seem as if our God won't do all that he has already promised. That's why. If you don't read the word continually, you're going to get frustrated. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable. You got to mutter the word over and over and over again till you believe it. Oh, my God, my God. So today again, I come with the help of the Holy Spirit to renew your mind to the truth that is set huh, to set you free. Indeed, to accomplish and fulfill our life purpose in total victory that brings glory and honor to the Lord here in the earth realm. Now, let me take you to Hebrews 10 and 24. This is so, so important, folks. Why did I come to church? Why I got to go to church? I don't need to go to church. Hebrews, 11, Hebrews 10, 24, it says... Let us consider one another to provoke, to provoke, to provoke unto love and to good works. Say, neighbor, when's the last time you provoked somebody to love and good works? And then it says, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together 
as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Say, friend, say neighbor, in all that's going on in America, you need some encouragement every day, in every way. That's why coming to church is so important. The building is not the church. We are the church. Say, hey, church. Here we tap into one of the first lines of faith defense against the attack of the devil and his host. What is it, Fat? Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Say, say, neighbor. You don't know how much that hug you gave me made an impact. Come on now. One reason we encourage each of you to keep coming to church throughout the week is so that you are one of the ones that is exhorted, encouraged, as you press through real-life situations and circumstances in perilous times and seasons we face here in America and throughout the world. Say, neighbor, I need you. You need me, whether you feel like it or not. Hallelujah. But here the trick of the devil and his host is to make sure you listen to other voices that mock the assembling of ourselves together. And now, I mean, there's so many um, ways that the enemy's using to say, you know, y'all don't need to go to church. You don't need no church. You, don't need, you, can, you can just see it on Facebook. You can see it. Yes, but you need people. Yeah. There needs to be some divine human connection. Say, neighbor. That's why I made it today, because I know I need you. I don't know what's coming up next week, but I need the anointing, come on, that's on your life to rub on my life. Hallelujah. So that way the devilish host can release tens of thousands against you and yours and destroy your faith and confidence in the things of God. When you don't come to church, when you forsake yourself to gather together, the enemy will torment you. He will, he will make sure that he comes against you even more. Say, God, I'm going to press my way to your house sometime, all the time. And yes, come on, folks, there are times and seasons when you will have to fight the good fight of faith single-handedly. But it sure helps when others associated and connected with you are in the fight of faith with you. Say, God, thank you for my brothers and sisters that helped me fight. Now look around you and tell the others around you, you're not alone. Say, I'm pressing through to, in Jesus' mighty name. Say it again, you're not alone. I'm pressing through two in Jesus mighty name say it one more time you're not alone I'm pressing through two in the mighty name of Jesus now smile there you go because the joy of the Lord is your strength all right now let me take it at Luke chapter 8 and verse 49 
Luke 8 and 49. Oh my God. So, so awesome. It says, while he yet spake, there cometh one from the rule of the synagogue's house saying to him, the daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. Now this is, this is a very important scripture right here because there are gonna be times and seasons when all hell breaks loose and the enemy will tell you, you don't need God because if, if, if God were with you, you wouldn't be going through this. He's a liar. Because God also says, in this life, you shall have trials and tribulations. I don't care how much education you got. I don't care how much money you got. There will be times and seasons when you will be in interesting moments. And you're going to need God, Jehovah Jireh. You're going to need Jehovah Rapha. You're going to need Jehovah Sitkanu. You're going to need Jehovah Shalom. You're going to need him to be able to come through that situation. Say, yea, yeah. though I walk through. Say, whatever I'm walking through, I'm on my way up. Not down, but up. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. While he yet spake, there come one from the rule of the synagogue's house, saying, your daughter's dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered, saying, fear not. Say, neighbor, when you hear bad news, attack the fear. Speak to it. Tell it to get off of you. Tell it to stay away from you. And believe only. And she shall be made whole. And see, here's the thing. Many of us want honor, but we can't handle humiliation. Before honor comes humiliation. You, you got to understand that sometimes you got to go down before you can go up. And when you go down, don't mean you're gonna, you not going to come up. Come on now. Hallelujah. Stop despising the day of small beginnings. Amen. Nothing great happens with, without it being small. Amen. Say, God, I thank you for your higher way. Again, but when Jesus heard it, he was told that somebody had died. Jesus spoke to it and said, okay, let's deal with the fear. Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. He spoke it. He didn't just think it. St say, say, neighbor. Stop just thinking and start speaking to the mountain. Speak to the problem. Again and again and again and again and again till you get the result you need. See, I'm getting younger. Not older. Hallelujah. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. And I'm wise. Holla. Folks, when you are attacked with the spirit of fear, it sure helps to be connected with people of strong faith that help you stay in faith, in the faith zone, believing and receiving. Say, God, thank you for that. Now let me take you to Luke 8 and 51. 
So he'd been told that this person was dead. Now he's going into the house. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the maiden. Now, this is so important. When you're in a crucial situation, it doesn't matter who you roll with. You can't take everybody into your difficult situation. It's because sometimes um, they're not believing right. Sometimes they're not receiving right. And if they're not believing right and not receiving right, you don't need them in that situation. Sometimes you're gonna have to be single-minded and say, now Holy Ghost, Jesus, and Father God, let's go in this situation together. Say a three-fold chord, it's not easily broken. I got the Father, I got the Son, and I got the Holy Ghost. So I'm never alone. I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. So here's Jesus going into this house, but he's only taking Peter, he's only taking James, he's only taking John, he's only taking the Father, and he's only taking the mother into that situation because they're believers, not deceivers. And all wept and bewailed her, but he said, weep not, she's not dead, but sleepeth. Okay, now watch this. She's not dead, but sleepeth. He was calling things that be not as though they were. She's not dead, she sleeps. Say, I'm not broke, I'm rich calling those things that be not unto the hour. Come on now. Say neighbor, when's the last time you call something that be not until it is? Hallelujah. That's God's way. Come on now. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing she was dead. See? They tried to humiliate him while he was walking in faith. And he put them all out. Sometimes, folks, you're going to have to put some folk out. Sometimes you're going to have to put some folk out of your sit. No, 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 we're not discussing it. No, no, we're not, no, mm -mm. I love you, but no, mm, don't, mm. see you. He put them all out, took her by the hand, and called, saying, Maid, arise. He moved in his kingdom authority. Say, neighbor, sometimes you need to speak to your own finances and tell them finances what to do. Sometimes you need to speak to your own body and tell your own body what to do in Jesus' name. Oh, my God. And he put, it, and he put them all out, took her by the, by the hand, and, say, and called, saying, made her rise. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. And her parents, and her parents, who had not matured in that manner of faith, they were astonished. But he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. And I, you've heard me say this over and over again. There's going to be something that God does for you that you, you can't tell anybody. But he, he, he's, he, he, because it's going to be so good, you don't ever want nobody to mess it up. It, 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 it's so awesome that God did this. He, 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 he delivered you. He saved you. He helped you. But you can't tell it, tell it, tell it. 
You, boy, I, no, 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 no. You, this, this was between me and God. And God is my refuge and my strength and my very present help. Say, God, you're my refuge and my strength and my very present help. That's why I love you so much. Hallelujah. Again, her parents were astonished, but he charged them that, that they should tell no man what was done. Folks, note that in order for real faith to work, there must be true believers surrounding you and yours who don't let the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief block the signs, wonders, and miracles you and yours may need. That is why coming together like this, we each are able to keep growing in grace and knowledge of how the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, releases each of us to the victories he planned for each of us to live into. Say, but one puts to flight a thousand. Say, one puts to flight a thousand. But two puts to flight 10,000. Now, don't just hear that, understand that. There's some situations you need some help. There's some situations that you're going to need another brother and sister in Christ. Amen. Stop coming to Eagle Summit and not connecting with somebody. You, you ought to have a brother or sister, somebody praying for you. Say, say neighbor. Uh, you have my permission. If I come up in your spirit to pray for me. Huh? Don't con say, don't, don't, don't condemn me. Pray for me. Don't try to figure it out. Just pray for me. Because your prayers, our prayers, avail much. Hallelujah. Oh my God, that's real, folks. So the faith of others is very important part of daily practicing and gaining real victory day by day. Note how Jesus compelled with compassion, even with unbelievers who were speaking fear, doubt, and unbelief. Meaning, he did not let their unbelief move him. <laughs> you you, you got to stop letting folk upset you because they ain't believing the way you believe. Hallelujah. And, and it's really interesting in your own family. You would think, you know, mom and hey, you got to look. That's not dishonor. It's understanding that they're not where you are. Say, say, neighbor. Understand. Understand. You are working all things together, all things together. With, God with God for your good. For your Hallelujah. Oh my God, my God. This is so good. Jesus compelled with compassion, even with unbelievers who were speaking fear, doubt, and unbelief. He did not allow the negative words to dominate his faith flow. He kept speaking words of faith in the darkness of the moment. Ooh. In the darkness of the moment, what are you speaking? In the darkness of the moment, what are you speaking? Ooh. So being here today with other believers is going to help you if you will allow others to help you believe and receive the God way. Say, that's me. Now let me take you to Acts 16. Let me give you one more example of reaching and compelling with compassion. Acts 16 and verse 23. And you know this is a familiar passage. It's one thing to read about it, but it's a whole other thing if you had to be the one to go through it. 
And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks. Who are we talking about? And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. Now, this is so, so, so interesting. How many of you, when you walk through difficult situations, uh, automatically go into praise and worship? And you just, you know, just, you know, just, just begin to praise God. That doesn't mean that you're praising him for, because you're going through it. You're praising him because you have the victory. Hallelujah. In everything, I'm giving thanks. 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 For this is the will of God in Christ concerning me. Somehow, God's going to work this thing out. Somehow, he's going to work it out. Oh, my God, my God. Mm, at midnight, and all of us will have a midnight, you better pray and you better sing. Amen? Amen. But also, the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. Folks, here we tap into the next very important key to learning to encourage one another daily as we reach forth unto those things which are before. Here we go. Both Paul and Silas had been beaten and thrown into prison together. Now, this is, this is real. When you have... Um, a brother and sister, and y'all both in the same situation, you gotta encourage each other. Yeah. You gotta encourage each other. Yeah. You gotta help each other and, 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 and not condemn each other. And know what you can handle and know what they can handle, but keep soaring in your purpose. Amen? Both Paul and Silas have been beaten and thrown into prison and at midnight. My God, my God. That faith action of prayer and praise in their difficult life situation had an impact on others that did not know the Lord for themselves. Likewise, whenever we daily apply the faith action of prayer and praise throughout the day, knowingly and unknowingly, other people, their lives are impacted as well. Say, neighbor, that's why I keep saying, just tell the Lord thank you. And for, for that very reason, the devil and his host keeps trying to shut faith-believing people down any way they can. What situation are you walking through now that is not just designed to grow you, but also to help grow others and draw them into the kingdom of God because of seeing you press through in faith? Say, neighbor, I, I got some news on you. You important. There's somebody watching you. Somebody studying how you walking through difficult situations. So don't give up. You are on display every day. Hallelujah. Acts 16, 27, what happens? The keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep and seeing the prison door open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. 
and would have killed himself, and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But here we go. But Paul cried out. Paul cried with a loud voice. Wait a minute. The Paul that had been beaten, the Paul that had been beaten, he cries out with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Now, this, this is, this, ooh, this place right here. Now, somebody beats you, somebody wears you out, and they're going to kill themselves, and you say, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't kill yourself. Don't, don't, don't harm yourself. Wait a minute. If I remember, I just got whooped by this person. In, in, in the natural, I would want to be able to say, go on, go on, go on, take your life. You know, whoop me, it's your turn now. But when you have God in your life, he will do what? He will help you have compassion on those that hurt you. Say, say, neighbor. That's graduation. That's graduation. When you can have compassion on those that hurt you. Oh my God, when, when, when you, you want to slap them, huh? But you love them, huh? You pray for those that despitefully use you. You bless those that, hey, come on. Say, that's the God way. That's the God way. And God, God is the one that helps me do that. Paul cried with a loud voice, do, not, do, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? See, when, when, when you do a shift on someone that hurts you, it helps bring them into the kingdom. It helps bring them into the kingdom because they, have a, they, they, they think that they know they deserve to be hurt, but you have compassion. And they, you know, this is the first time they're tasting and seeing how good God is. It's the mercy of God. It's the love of God. And you get a chance to lead them into the Lord and, and, and have them uh, be blessed. Say, neighbor. See how important you are? Your, your trouble is to bless somebody else. Hey, hey, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Eagle Summit, what are you walking through that is not just about you, but about saving others too? Say, neighbor, what are you walking through that's not just about you, but about saving others, others too, in your family? In the workplace, in the community, what are you walking through that ain't just about you? Oh my God. Who should have died or hurt themselves and had not for the faith walk, the compelling with compassion, not have been operated? Also, know that everyone understands, not everyone understands this, even at the time and season it may happen. So they may never come and thank you for what you do and have done. Say, neighbor, I know you need thanks. But everybody, that everybody that you help, 
ain't coming to say thank you. But God does, because you're alive. Amen. And what you sow in secret, the Lord rewards you openly. Oh, my God. But the Lord will always release his supernatural joy and supernatural peace upon you as you stay connected to him with the help of the Holy Spirit, your comforter and guide. Now, in Acts 27 and 19, Acts 27 and 19, we're reaching, we're reaching with compelling compassion. You know this one, Acts 27, 19. The third day, we cast out with our own hand tackles of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. And after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not loosened from Crete and have gained this harm and, and loss. Now I exhort you to be of good comfort or good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. Now, eye contact. Have you ever been in a situation where you prayed for somebody else and your prayers worked? Yes. Your prayers worked. But you told them don't do something and they did it anyway. But because you prayed for them, they got through it. Say neighbor. That's how important you are. That's compassion. That's compassion. And that compassion has a, has a blessing benefit. Oh, my God. And now I exhort you to be of good comfort, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of, the Lord, of, angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, say, neighbor, when God is with you, he will not let you fear. The devil will but not God. Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sailed with thee. All them that sailed with thee. Say, say, neighbor. Your relationship with God is helping to save the members of your family that don't want to be saved. I said the Lord is helping. You saved. Those that don't want to be saved. Hallelujah. On your job, in the community, God is helping you to save others that don't want to be saved. Say, God, I'm understanding. I have a calling. I don't need a title. I have a calling to help save others in my lifetime through my relationship with you. Oh, my God. Fear not, thou shalt be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must be cast upon a certain island. Now, folks, when we come together and pray and give praise, something supernatural begins to happen everywhere. The Lord chooses to allow his awesome presence to manifest here in the earth realm and beyond. That is why in 2019, I encourage the practice 
of thick praise, say thick praise, thick, praise. thick, worship, thick worship, and thick prayer, thick prayer to become our daily new normal. Say thick praise, thick, praise. thick worship, thick worship, and thick prayer. Thick prayer. Huh? That's to be your new normal. You ought to be praising God, worshiping God, and praying to God all the time. And remember to remember, the Lord inhabits his praises of his people. Ah, say the Lord inhabits my praise, not my complaining. Hmm. That means that as you daily praise the Lord, you are inviting his presence to manifest in and around you daily. Folks, here we have Paul in another situation, using his faith to save not only himself, but others connected to him that were leaning to their own understanding and not acknowledging the Lord the way they should. That was written for our example, to remind each of us that there will be real times and real seasons when you will have to also learn to encourage yourself in the Lord even when others choose not to. Say neighbor, don't roll your eyes. As you march into this next week, encourage yourself whether others encourage you or not. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, going down the home stretch. First Corinthians 12 and verse 4. Now there are diversities of gift, but the same spirit. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given the Spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as his will. Say, say neighbor, get some understanding. You have a spirit that is your gift that I may not have. But when I need it, please be around. Folks, as I close, we tap into another key reason we need each other. The Spirit of the Lord releases daily gifts in each of us that help establish the kingdom of God here in the earth realm. And there are times and seasons and days and nights when the gifts that, are, that someone has is what is needed in your life situation or circumstance. Now, uh, example, have you ever lost your automobile keys? or drop them somewhere, and you couldn't find them, but somebody that was connected with you found them, and you said, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and you were about to lose your mind, but you found your keys because you were connected with somebody that found your keys. Say, neighbor, in this life, somebody has some keys that you need to find. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So God, there will be times. That is why the devil and his hosts 
constantly try to divide and separate us from each other. So our gifts, so our talents, dysfun talents dysfunction instead of functioning to produce the kingdom victory Almighty God already planned for each of us to have and experience in our lifetime. So, oh, now this is so precious. Don't be jealous of the gifts that others have. Oh, Jesus. Just learn to value and appreciate them and learn how to connect with others so you too can increase and multiply for the glory and honor of God. Say, neighbor, from now on, I'm not going to be jealous of your gifts, but I'm going to come after them when I need them. Hallelujah. And I need your gifts every day. So pray for me, and I'll pray for you. Loose that gift. Loose that gift in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's pray. Say, Holy Spirit, thank you for helping us understand today that we need to encourage one another and learn to partake of each other's gifts and talents. Holy Spirit, help us to daily praise, daily worship, and daily pray so your presence is manifested everywhere we go and signs and wonders and miracles become our new daily normal. Now, Holy Spirit, may you lead us May you guide us, may you direct us, may you protect each of us as we each press through to victory in 2019 and beyond. Holy Spirit, help each of us to daily learn and practice reaching forth, reaching forth unto those things that are before and anoint us to compel, compel with your compassion that the God way so that only Jesus is magnified. Holy Spirit, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're reaching for those that are yet to come into the kingdom. And in 2019, we're going to do it with compelling compassion, meaning we're not going to condemn you. We're just going to ask God for the wisdom to be able to meet you at the point of your need. And when we do, God gets all the glory and all the praise, and you become a part of our family one more time. Say, God, I thank you that I'm in your family. And I'm, and I'm allowed to help bring others into your family too. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.